Sinar Fleet Systems Lambda Class Shuttle. The Lambda Class Shuttle is a cargo and passenger shuttle that has been used by the Imperial Fleet. The vessel has a stationary top wing and two folded bottom wings. In flight, the Lambda resembles an inverted Y and the two lower wings fold up when the ship lands. The shuttle rests on two retractable landing legs located just inside the folding wings and a ramp telescopes from below the forward fuselage for loading and debarking. How's it going everybody? My name is Ryan. <laughs> Welcome back to your Daily Nerd Devo. So that excerpt is from page 100 of the Essential Guide to Vehicles and Vessels a 1996 Star Wars book that I bought a couple of months ago after owning similar parts of the series when I was a kid. I think it's interesting. For much of the one page-ish, not even write-up that you get about the Lambda Class Shuttle, it primarily talks about its use in the Imperial Navy and how the ship functions. The final paragraph the Rebel Alliance used the stolen shuttle Tidarium to deliver a commando assault team to Endor's Forest Moon. Using appropriated Imperial command codes purchased from spies and a cover story claiming that they were delivering parts in a technical crew, the Rebel team, by, led by General Han Solo, Princess Leia Arcana, and Luke Skywalker, managed to infiltrate the Imperial base on Endor and eventually destroy the shield protecting the unfinished second Death Star. Spoilers, I guess, for Return of the Jedi, which is like 40 years old this year, so that's a thing. The Lambda-class shuttle is preeminently and predominantly an Imperial vessel used for Imperial things. But on one primary occasion, and admittedly a handful of a few other times throughout the history of Star Wars, the Lambda-class shuttle has been used by people we predominantly associate with being good. It's not the Lambda-class shuttle that's the problem, it's how it is or isn't used. Often as a nerd, our hobbies, or just being a nerd, is looked at as being a problem. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying everything we associate with nerddom is positive or uplifting or appropriate. Certainly not always for us as Christians. But just because it's nerdy, it doesn't have to be negative either. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the Church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Look, I'd love to tell you that as Christians, anything produced by Marvel or Lucasfilm or the Pokemon Company International or whatever nerdy hobby you want to relate to is all good and fine and great and okay for us as Christians. I'm not going to tell you that, I just would like to. But it doesn't mean just because you enjoy it, it has to be bad either. And I think you mostly know that. Just be careful. Weigh and measure everything. The Bible tells us to weigh things to see if they line up with God. So we should do that. We should also see how they affect others around us, so that even if they aren't a problem for us, we don't cause anyone to stumble. Just take account and take measure of the things that are part of your life, and determine whether or not God is okay with them being a part of your life, nerdy or otherwise. That's all that we have for today. If you want to hear more daily nerd devos, or me reading portions of the Essential Guide to Vehicles and Vessels, if that's what you want, 
you should into this podcast every single weekday and hear someone deliver you nerdy devotional goodness as often as we can. Or come hang out with us on the Facebook page of the Nerd God Squad. I'm Ryan for the Daily Nerd Devo. And until next time, remember, God made you special. And he loves you very much. <laughs>